Blog Talk Radio. You stop with all the noise. Hello, folks. Welcome back to another episode of A Voice in the Wilderness. I'm your host, Dakota, as always, and we've got my dad uh, on the show tonight, as usual, and hopefully um, our friend Eric will also be calling in later. So I look forward to that. And uh, we've got plenty of stuff to talk about, um, just touching touching on the fact that uh, we had the solar eclipse go directly through the United States on August 21st, which was a clear sign of God's warning. Um, it's Jewish belief that... Uh, an eclipse over a nation is a sign of judgment, and I believe that 100%. And it was obviously a clear warning, because right after that, we had Hurricane Harvey hit Houston. It was devastating. Then we had um, another hurricane hit Florida. And we're seeing that God is judging this nation. And, uh, of course, a lot of weather warfare technology um, was used for that. And they even talked about it on on uh, mainstream news before, talking about using uh, technolo- technology to control the weather. Um, it's in the government documents. And uh, we, we've had... Uh, Thousands of acres in Montana burned from wildfires. Um, we just recently had wildfires in California. And so we're, we're seeing these judgments. Um, and I guess the JFK files are about to be released. Um, what do you think about the JFK files? <coughs> well... I don't. I can't. I can't speak to uh, everything about them, but uh, I think a lot of people were were hoping that uh, you know the truth would come out. But but I but I've seen what little I've researched. It shows that uh, a lot of the the stuff will probably be um, kept from absolutely coming out. So we'll we'll just have to see on that. I mean, I, I think. Uh, I think it'd be great if if we could finally lay that to rest. I mean, we had movie upon movie upon movie um, in our own collection, and uh, if there's one thing for sure, the the lone gunman did not kill him. Um, it's a ton of misinformation. The direction of the bullet, the magic bullet that you know ricocheted all around. Um, he was shot from a different direction than they said. They took his body and, uh, you know, um, not to get into the whole JFK thing, but there's a, there's a, what do they call that? When, uh, when the body is under constant watch, there's a, there's a name for that. Um, uh, I can't think of it, but anyways, they, they lost the body. Um, in other words, uh, the coroner said that, Hey, that's not how I left him. Um, they, they tampered with evidence, did plastic surgery, did a whole bunch of stuff. And, 
it's all known. It's all known. The whole thing is a, is a lie. So they had to take him out. And I was just hoping with that, with that information coming out of uh, who really did it and the government, uh, shadow government being involved with it, the CIA, that we would be able to then piece together other things maybe as, as uh, current as the Vegas shooting, which uh, is definitely a black uh, ops, uh, deep state, CIA um, collusion. Nobody really knows the answer there either, but I was really hoping the JFK thing could uh, forever turn the skepticism of the conspiracy theorists, but (laughs) we'll have to wait and see. Well, I firmly believe that they will either only release uh, documents that don't have any uh, damning information in them, or they will somehow create fake ones, or um, perhaps they will release real documents. But uh, I'm thinking that maybe when they, when the FBI or the CIA or what have you uh, created the documents, they probably knew that one day they were going to have to be released, and so they were probably very uh, careful about not putting any um, uh, any damning information in those documents. So either way, no matter how you look at it, I just don't think that there's any way that they're going to allow anything to come out on this topic that will expose them. There's just no way. They're... They, at this time period with Trump fighting globalism and with these so many people in the shadow government being exposed, um, more people than ever before in this country are waking up to this idea of the shadow government and Illuminati and secret societies and all these things. And, and the deep state really is the most popular term right now. And, you know, years ago, you would never, ever, ever hear anyone on Fox News use the term deep state. And now Sean Hannity and other people on Fox News are using that term all the time. And they're even now talking about how it's, it's the deep state is in the left and the right. And so people are wake, waking up to it so much that they can't allow uh, something like this to come out at this time. Well, another concern that uh, that I would have is, let's say that it did. Let's just say that that uh, the information came out. Um, it listed who the uh, the true assassin was, um, and that it implicated the CIA the FBI, and uh, who, who knows what other uh, criminals uh, that, that were involved with the deep state, if you will. If that did happen, my concern would be what the deep state would do to distract um, that information from coming out. So, in other words, what I'm trying to say is it, it's almost more alarming that the information would come out. I mean, I certainly don't need it to come out to convince me to know that they – our own government took out JFK, okay? There, there's absolutely no doubt. And, and, of course, you know, I've spent hours um, 
not not putting together the information, but studying for sure hours of those that had. And uh, it's very, very troubling um, uh, what what all transpired that day, including the route that the car took. It wasn't even supposed to go that way and uh, how the car slowed down to enable the, the, the shooters to uh, and, and the thing to take place. It's absolutely a barrage of uh, falsities. But here's the thing. If it did come out, they would blow up a lot of stuff. They would, they would set off nukes. They would, they would do the kind of stuff that would make that story so insignificant that nobody would even, uh, nobody would even look at it, or nor would there be the time of day to go back and look at it because everyone would be um, – do, do you follow me? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, they would go all out to basically pull the plug on this whole country, whether it's having another country nuke us or or nuking another country to start World War III or whatever it may be, declaring martial law. They wouldn't. They wouldn't allow something like that that would basically enable 90 plus percent of America to wake up and have to realize that our government is completely corrupt through and through. And it would, it would verify a lot of other uh, conspiracies that most people never wanted to believe. Yeah, well, absolutely. And so we're at that time. I mean, uh, never before have we been, if you, uh, if you were to kind of look at it like weights and measures and, and kind of the, you know, if you could envision that, that whole symbolistic uh, uh, metering scale that they show for just measures, that's what the government was supposed to do. It was supposed to protect the sovereign country, protect the borders and allow us to have the pursuit of life and liberty. And then it was supposed to also protect the, kind of the safe measures uh, of, of uh, you know, our currency and everything. And so we've been living under a lie for so long now with the private Federal Reserve, which is not constitutional, by the way, and, uh, you know, the fiat currency that we're in. Um, this isn't a new takeover. This takeover has taken uh, place back in the, the early turn of the century, I would say, you know, 1913, 1912, Right in there, and through the private, private, private Federal Reserve, uh, which is uh, not a government entity, and you know when you have people that are openly turning over countries uh, like Soros, and he's just one figurehead, but I guess he just dumped a whole bunch of money into, uh, you know, the overthrow of what what Trump is doing and trying to uh, minimize the the change that's taken place, but. You know, the thing of it is, when I see all these things coming up against Trump, they all lose, and they, and they, and they, which shows that it isn't that Trump is so great, but that there's a movement that there's that there's prayer being answered in this in this man uh, Trump um, and what he's standing for. He's using this administration to expose the deeds that have been done in darkness, and I'm excited about it. Uh, Trump had said that. Uh, 
if you think the economy is going now, just wait if you can get these uh, tax cuts in. But the bottom line is, you know, if you are a follower of Christ, we're not it, – it, it, this whole thing reminds me of when Jesus came riding in on the donkey. You know, everybody wanted him to be the king, and, and they wanted this political solution uh, to a spiritual problem. And it's the same thing we have with Trump now, in my opinion. Now, I've never heard anyone else say this is just me. But we've got Trump riding in, and, you know, I don't mean to compare him to the Messiah at all. But my point is, is that everybody wants this thing solved with Trump. Now, God is definitely using Trump, or I think mm-hmm. he'd be already gone. But do you see my point here? There is no political solution, as Steve Quayle says, for a spiritual problem. So the things that we are seeing that are that are happening for an effectual cause and an exposing and all the things I get real excited about, and I know you do too, is Jesus Christ. It's it's God, our Heavenly Father. It's it's uh, it, it's the prayers of the righteous availing much, um, you know. So so it's an exciting time. Uh, it's also a time that you know we need to uh, have really good situational awareness. I, I'm going to send out a warning before I forget that November 4th, Antifa is supposed to strike. Now, I'm not trying to cr- create fear, folks, but we would be dumb if we just go out and begin to put ourselves in uh, in the masses of you know concerts or any large groups because that's where these people are going to target now. Um, that doesn't mean don't go. I'm not trying to say that, but there there must be prayer and there must be awareness i mean uh heck i'll sit by the door you know whatever um knowing that uh at least i would have a a fighting chance but anyways back to you but i i just i see a lot of things happening a lot of i'm not just focusing on the negative but we are at a tipping point um there are uh, you just you'd have to be blind not to see that it's a that it's a tinder box right now that just one it just seems like it would take very little to really i mean when you put it with the the uh, natural disasters and those done with man-made weapons weather weapons it just isn't going to take much to really uh you know put us in a spot where it's a domino effect don't you agree Mhm. yep um and I got some more news here. Um, the Air Force is now putting um, B-52 bombers uh, back on 24-hour alert so that they could be p- pretty much um, uh, activated and and uh, fired up at any moment if need be. And uh, this has not been done since back in... Uh, during the Cold War. Well, yeah, that's, you know, I don't know. They have this this uh, clock that says how many minutes away from doomsday, but I don't know. I think it was only like, it wasn't very, what was it, 12 minutes to doomsday? I mean, with that scenario, you're talking a few minutes away from doomsday. I mean, that's just, uh, but, you know, I don't know. I I... I guess, 
you know, for those of you that uh, that are out there, if you hear this, you know, it's it's not uh, as fearful as it was even a, a year ago for me to have these conversations because, folks, I'm going to tell you, we're going to see things and be part of things that we never thought were possible before, and uh, not not all of them bad, some of them good, but but some of them very bad, some of them very very frightening. If you don't have uh, Christ Jesus. Um, you're not going to be able to even process, I would dare say you wouldn't even be able to process what you see with your own eyes. Um, So, you know, this news that we're giving to you, you know, we need to mix it uh, uh, hopefully with the common sense of the, the, the needing to get right with Jesus. Um, So, you know, we, we hope that, that the news and the severity of it would cause you to want to repent and get right with a living God. Go ahead and continue. Amen. Yeah, that's the most important thing. And I just want to say, you know, um, if you're not saved or if you think you're saved, I don't want to question anyone's salvation, but what I'm trying to say is that we live in in a world where most churches in America are preaching a false gospel and they're preaching a different Jesus and a different spirit other than the real one that's in the Bible. And those that come to Jesus and and attempt to get saved just on the basis of grace and they don't do so without repentance and without feeling the weight of the of the guilt of their sin that they're worthy uh, to go to hell, then you know you're not saved. If you if you don't truly repent of your sins and understand that you're a sinner and that without Jesus you you're worthy of hell and there's absolutely no other possibility or destination for you other than hell. And so we have all these people that think they're saved that go to these mega churches and these these seeker friendly churches where they they're never taught. Uh, the true meaning of repentance, and it, it's it's all fake. It's it's not real. It's it's a false uh, salvation. It's a false sense of security, and um, that's why our pastor says, you know, um, the only thing worse than no hope is false hope, because if you think you're already saved and you're not then you can never be convinced that you're not saved and you never will get saved. And only uh, only prayer can, um, somebody else praying for you could break through that uh, deception. But what I'm trying to say is we have this false gospel that's being preached in these churches and we need to get back to the Word of God and understand the true meaning of repentance, the true meaning of grace, too, where grace isn't just a, a license to sin and that you can just live any way you want, whether you get saved and, you know, and it doesn't matter at all. And, uh, you know, people take so many things in the Bible out of context and, and misteach them. Call me back. Um, and so we, we just, we need to get back to the Word of God, bottom line. Um, because there's so much deception 
There's so much falsehood. And, you know, most preachers aren't even preaching out of the word. You know, it's it's all about, oh, well, you know, I really can't tell you how to get saved because I don't understand it. So, you know, buy this book or read this book. Well, as Christians, um, every Christian ought to know at least the foundational verses of how to get saved because that way you can tell somebody else and you can you can witness to other people instead of telling them oh well you you know you have to read this book to get saved well no just read the bible and so the most other than uh John 3:16 um the verse that really tells you exactly how to get saved is uh Romans 10.9 That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Uh, So first, the Lord has to, and the Holy Spirit has to convict you of your sin. And if there's not a true conviction of sin, then this won't work. But if there's a true conviction of sin, and you truly understand that that you're a sinner that's headed for hell, then you confess that Jesus, you confess your sins, you confess um, Jesus as your Savior, you ask Him to come into your heart. It's that simple, and then you're saved. And from then on, from then on out, it's not just. Once saved, always saved. Okay, I'm good, so now I don't have to do anything else. No. You have to maintain a relationship with God. You have you have to keep walking with Him and keep having faith in Him. You can't just fall away or, or quit. Um, and so if you get saved and you live right and follow the Lord, then... You know, you're you're going to heaven. Well, yeah, and then another thing that uh, out there you need to be aware of is finding a good church because uh, there's this uh, Kundalini spirit that's out there in a lot of these mega churches, and it's it's not a spirit. It's not the Holy Spirit. It's definitely a spirit. It's not the Holy Spirit. And for you new believers, I know that might sound really freaky, but uh, the truth of it is, you know, you'll get these uh, churches and they're, uh, you know, kind of in the uh, uh, birthing position and they're, and they're saying they're birthing the spirit and they're laughing uncontrollably and rolling around on the ground. And, and let me just tell you that that is not uh, of the Lord. So, you know, that's why we suggest... Uh, the King James Bible, and just uh, a church that maybe sings the old hymns uh, would be beneficial because they line up with the Word of God. It's time to get back to the to the basics. Um, you know, everybody thinks they need to uh, advance this thing, uh, you know, to their own understanding and to the liking of their ears, you know, um, itching ears, you know, kind of piling it up to to be what they want it to be. But the truth of it is, that there is uh, only one way, and that's Jesus Christ. And and uh, the early church never believed in a 
a pre-trib rapture. We're going to have to go through this tribulation, folks. So the reason we're risking it to tell you is that we hope that your love won't wax cold and you'll you'll quit when you see things get tough. Uh, when they get tough, they're going to get really tough. And uh, anyways, we love you. And 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 you know Jesus is for you and not against you. The thing of it is, if you give your life to Jesus, and I'm talking total surrender uh, on your face before the Lord and say, I surrender. My way doesn't work. I want to do it your way. I commend my my life unto you. Uh, body, soul, and spirit is yours, Father. Um, forgive me for my sins. Uh, it's it's your way now, uh, not my way. And uh, and if you do that. You've got the best ally, uh, and I say that, you know, militarily, uh, financially, um, for food, resources, anything that you may need, you've just got uh, the very best resource on your side. He spoke all this into existence, folks. He can take care of you. He can deliver you. And that doesn't mean that... uh, uh, you know, I'm not talking about any greasy grace. You get to do what you want to do, but no, you've got to. But if you're on his path and you get on his path, chances are you haven't been uh, for sure. If you haven't uh, said the sinner's prayer yet, uh, you've been on your own path. And see, that's a rough way. That's a rough way to go. Uh, It'll never work out. You'll never enjoy any kind of peace. I know people that are on the wrong path right now, and I can only imagine how rough their life is, how miserable and sick they are for the choices they made. Now, uh, can they repent and turn back? Yeah, during this time of grace they can, but the time is soon coming where you'll run out of that time. And uh, so time is short, and things are happening, one event after another with perplexity. The governments aren't going to be able to solve it. Rivers are going dry. Volcanoes are becoming active. The earth is shaking and quaking. Soon the heavens will shake. We're being hit with five waves of energy now. Uh, uh, there, there's talk of, of uh, revelations, of lies and deception. You need to get right and you need to quickly ask the Lord. Because the beginning of fear, the beginning of wisdom, is, is the fear of the Lord. Amen. So I'm going to sign off with that tonight. Uh, Wait, hold on, hold on. Don't sign off yet. we got... Just a couple more things I want to go over, and then and then we'll be done. Okay. So, um, All right. I'll first there. off, uh, Russia triples their gold reserve, and so they're doing this, waging economic warfare against the U.S. petrodollar and dollar-based payment systems, and uh, with this huge amount of gold, it will allow them to basically bypass uh, sanctions uh, put on Russia by the U.S. by allowing them to um, trade with other countries using gold instead of petrodollars. And so this is a a huge chess game that's constantly being waged between the U.S. and uh, NATO and Russia and also China is in on this um, huge economic uh, warfare being an ally with Russia. What do you think about that? Well, 
you, you you nailed it right on the head. I mean, even you know, even countries like uh, Canada. Um, I guess they don't consider Canada a country. It's like a province, right? Uh, anyway, they 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 always are in a race to chase down and keep their dollar low because if you understand how that works financially in the trading, it actually creates a, a, a stronger marketplace for them in a lot of ways. But see, we're, we're leaving that old system and we're going into this new system and places like China and Russia uh, who are stockpiling the gold right now know that this system is going to crash down and then they're going to be in control largely of, of uh, gold-backed currencies and be able to do away with the petrodollar. And, folks, when that happens, uh, that's the only thing keeping this country uh, awash in wealth is the petrodollar. And, and, and the thing of it was, um, the thing of it is, if we, we've been living this lie for way longer than any of us can even imagine how it was possible that they could pull it off. But now trillions of dollars in debt, trillions and trillions of dollars in debt, and then the holding to China for a lot of money, um, this, this does, it, it equates to the bottom falling out of it. Okay? And when it does, yeah, Russia and China, uh, it, it shows how they're going to merge together, and we're going to be like a third world country. Um, you know, food, hyperinflation, things that people can't understand, empty grocery stores, um, you know, $15 loaf of bread. I mean, uh, so it'd be smart, folks, if you, if you could prepare um, and set things back because what my son is talking about with these, uh, these gold holdings, you notice I don't even think, uh, who was it that said in the Trump administration that said, I'll just have to trust that the gold is there. So nobody's seen mm-hmm. it, folks. Nobody in the, even the Trump administration will will talk to it because it's it's gone. Our gold is gone. So we just got yeah. we got debt. That's all we got. That's what mm-hmm. I think about that. Yep. All right. So one more um, one more thing. Uh, China has just said that they no longer back North Korea and that uh, if one more uh, missile is launched, if they have one more missile test, that they may invade North Korea. What do you think about that? Well, I'll tell you what I think about it. And uh, I, I get this from other people. I'm not just I'm not just coming up with this on my own, but having my ear to the ground, what I'm coming up with is that North Korea or this dictator of North Korea is largely a puppet for China. And uh, the, the, the thing that I see here is this, you know, this cosmic uh, chessboard being played out. And I think that they, I think that they wanted to invade North Korea anyway. And so, um, you get what I'm saying? So, so if they can, uh, if they can use this this tension of of a nuclear conflict to either go live or not go live, as long as it can propel them to have the excuse to go in and take over the resources of North Korea, and 
that could be that can also be a military problem in the future uh, for many reasons. So just like Russia doesn't want us on their borders, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, very true. Um, so you're saying that they are using North Korea as a pawn, which I already knew that, but they're using them as a pawn so that they will have an excuse to invade North Korea. Um, so perhaps that will be somewhat of a good thing for the U.S. if we have to go to war with them, that perhaps China will will help to defeat them, or perhaps it'll be a bad thing because we will both be fighting against them, and then perhaps uh, the U.S. will go to end up going to war with China because we'll be fighting over that territory because the U.S. never uh, gives up any any territory that we conquer. We always establish military bases and, and never go home. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, that that other people that, uh, you know, have long studied these conflicts and what's going on is that, that uh, if you understand that Kim Jong-un is a pawn that they run and that... Uh, it's pretty clever, actually. So they create this threat through him, a madman, to then say, hey, we'll come in and take over this territory. But see, see, the problem with that is is that South Korea is our ally. You see how then um, <laughs> that's not going to work. It's not going to work out. It, 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 it sounds good initially to get rid of this madman, but you've just exchanged him for who – was the puppet master becomes the occupier. So yeah, I, there's no peace in it. Um, there's, yeah. there's, uh, it, it so, propels us to a final conflict. So if the puppet master is a madman, or I mean, not the puppet master, if the puppet is a madman, then the puppet master can't be any better. So the puppet no. master isn't a madman on the surface, but he's just as evil inside in his heart because um you know china really is almost just as evil as north korea um if you think about it i mean they do a lot of they've killed christians just like north korea they you know christianity is illegal in china they they have to um do their church underground you know they um they get they've been killed by their government and uh you know china they have as uh, talked about by alex jones they have uh secret vans that drive around through china all the time in big cities and just snatch people right off the street and kill them and and take their organs i mean they're totally communist you know they're they're really not any better than north korea no, no. So that's that's the thing. They're actually worse than North Korea because North Korea, in and of itself, is is kind of. Uh, I mean, that the media has got us all escalated to the fact that you know they can take us out with a nuke and stuff. I'm telling you right now, we could take North Korea over like a like a fly swatter. Okay, it'd be snapped and it'd be over. So that's that's not the thing. The thing is, is when China rolls in and occupies that next to our ally, South Korea, 
China isn't going to be fine with just having part of the peninsula. They're going to want to have the whole peninsula, and uh, <clears throat> they're going to want to. Uh, so it's going to cause it's going to cause a uh, escalation. And we have sent. Not only are we indebted to China, but we have sent over our monies. Almost every family has sent over their monies unwillingly, knowing buying all the widgets and cheap crap from whether it be toys the kids play with one day and they get thrown in the garbage the next day, and that's no exaggeration, uh, junk. And they've turned those dollars into now one of the largest, newest, uh, uh, militarized, militarized uh, floating armadas, if you will. They have huge. I don't think that too many people, and, and even including myself, know the full scope. But I, I'm I'm hearing that their armada is huge, militarily is huge. And then you have all of those man-made islands that they've made uh, are militarized zones. Yeah. Then you combine that with uh, being allies through this new currency with with Russia. Uh, they become the world. They dominate the globe. They dominate the globe. And and being as we have a lot of nukes, they're going to have to take us out because we still have a big stick to wave around, you know, with uh, with our nuclear arsenal. But but most of it's all antiquated, and I think that they can, uh, you know. Just like we've heard through dreams and visions of subs off the coast, the west coast, and uh, and uh, all of the different things, they seem pretty pretty doable. We have no defense against uh, uh, nuclear subs, and you know that armada unleashing on us. You know what are you going to do? I mean, you can't when they're right off the when they when they fire from their from their area to ours. You have a chance to take out those those rockets, those ICBMs. But if they're off of your shore and then they come up and fire, you can't you can't take those missiles out in time before they make landfall. You, you copy me? So we're in a lot of trouble, folks. The only thing that we have uh, is is a relationship with Jesus Christ, where no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And if you really are uh, trusting and believing in him, there will be supernatural things that will happen, including, I believe, um, things like earthquakes going off to protect you from nuclear fallout or, you know, just God supernaturally has got this thing. So, you know, and that's going to take that's going to take some faith for you to get your head wrapped around those things. I mean, if you can't if you don't have the faith to believe that Jonah was in the belly of a fish. Okay, if you can't get you, if you can't believe God can do that, you're not going to believe what I'm speaking to right now. The supernatural ability of Christ to protect those that are believing in him. Um so anyways, that's that in a nutshell is where we're at. You either you either are going to believe in this uh world and and uh, your treasure and your finances, your home, your family, your football team, your favorite uh, pastime, uh, your favorite booze, you know, you're going to believe in those things and say, well, I'm good with that, and you'll perish. Okay, you will perish. Or you can get into Christ and shed yourself of, of the things of this world, be considered a peculiar person to the people around you, 
um, turn things off, turn him on, okay, you got a chance. You really do have a shot, and for sure, eternally speaking, you do, even if you do lose your mortal body, but at least you won't lose your soul uh, to be damned forever in the lake of fire. So uh, it's a pretty easy choice for me, really. I, I don't really... I mean, I still, there's things, you know, I'm a human, so there's things that I like. Um, I've given up a lot of things that uh, I used to think were important, and I know I'm on that I'm on that move to continually be giving things up of this world and hanging on looser to those that I'm still hanging on to. I mean, I still like the warmth of my house, right? But if God takes it from me, I'm not going to lose my faith. Amen? I, 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 this house isn't eternal. This house will not make it into eternity, okay? And neither will the furnace in it, the things that are make me comfortable here. But, but uh, you know, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I love the comfort of it, and thank God he gives us that uh, roof over our head if we're luck- fortunate enough to have it. I won't use the word luck, because as Christians, we don't operate in luck. That's Lucifer. Um, but anyways, he, he, he transforms our hearts and our minds, even if it be slowly, to him, if we're reading and hearing the word, that's what he says. Faith comes from reading and hearing the word of God. Amen. So, uh, God is in the business, the transforming business, and He's transforming the lives of those. Even if the the person that just today I was I was in a room and and a person I saw a person giving their life to the Lord. Now, why is he doing it? Okay, I'll tell you why. They tried it their way for. I'm guessing this person was in their 30s, 30 years. You know, we'll take the infancy time of it off of there. Let's say 25 years of trying to do it their way, and it never worked. And now they've got uh, a huge amount of, of, you know, junk in their life through bad decisions, choices, directions, paths, people, uh, abuses, hurts, uh, brokenness, and so now they're dragging this along with them everywhere they go, and they get to a point where they say, they hear somebody, they hear somebody that's nice enough to want to feed them and care about them to share God's goodness, and say, you have a chance to go a different direction, and they say, you know what? Out of desperation, I'm going to try to go a different way because the way I've been going, my way hasn't worked, and so praise God. Now, did God? Did God cause all that damage and wreckage in your life? No, he didn't do that. You did. This person did. That's what they're, they're turning from. They, re- they recognize that they can't make it on their own. And uh, regardless of our circumstances, folks, is we gotta, folks, we've got to understand that God is on his throne and God is faithful regardless of our circumstances. And if we, uh, as new believers continue to live just in our circumstances, you're not going to be able to be moved onto that new path, into that new direction where there's peace and you're equally yoked and you're drug-free and you're, and you're uh, alcohol-free and your, your mind is free and your body can heal and you don't have oppression from all the devils and demons that you've heaped upon yourself through all of the things that you've done. Um, and it's not instant. It takes time, but I was I was thankful to see that that there was somebody there that that uh, grabbed a hold of the lifeline. So, amen to that. Amen, amen. 
Well, we got our buddy Eric here. How's it going, man? Oh, it's going good, guys. Pleasure to be with you. Thank you. Yeah, just uh, glad you called in. Uh, we've just been talking about um, a few different things. Um, we actually just got done talking about how uh, Russia is tripling their gold reserves and uh, uh, strategically um, kind of warring against the uh, petrodollar and uh, also uh, China has just come out and said that they are fed up with um, or the president of China said he's fed up with uh, North Korea and their erratic behavior and that uh, they're thinking about um, going in and taking this guy out. Wow, that's huge. Is there uh, Yeah. I mean, at least to my understanding that you know, North Korea, China is North Korea's number one ally. Um, so that kind of pulls the rug out beneath uh, North Korea's feet. Um, Kim, yeah, Kim, uh, Kim Jong-un might find himself looking around a quiet room here. Um, you know how they say if, if you can't recognize the idiot in the room, it's probably you. Um, well, mm-hmm. he might be recognizing the idiot in the room, so to speak. Um <laughs> Yeah, my only problem with that is, is I think that that was uh, always kind of the plan. I think, I think Kim Jong Un is is a uh, puppet for China, and uh, that it just makes it look good for them to invade. And so I think it's on the on the chessboard. I I, I think it uh, may sound good and look good, but I think having China occupying uh, that peninsula right next to our ally would would absolutely propel us into a major conflict with uh, with uh, Russia and China, but but that's just my thought. You know, that doesn't mean that's just some of the people I've heard what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. Well, it would be good in a in a way if China would help us to take them out because they say that uh, if we went to war with North Korea, one million people would die in the first day. And so that wouldn't just be all U.S. Uh, troops. It would also be South Korean troops and Japanese troops. And so if China were to help us, it would be a lot less American soldiers that would have to die. Yeah, but what I'm trying to say is you put out a fire, you you, you, uh, you save yourself from a fire to only have an inferno later, you know. But, but mm. move, moving on off of that, let's uh, see what the Lord has put on Eric's heart for the night. I, I'm interested to to hear from him what kind of a day he had uh tonight and and what uh what what you got to share with us um well thinking about the the gold um the advances on the gold market by Russia and China um my curiosity has been um has been really perked lately about bitcoin and uh and these uh digital currencies um Friends of mine and connections are are claiming to get really good returns on their investments uh, through Bitcoin, and uh, I'm not going to lie. I mean, it's a tempting, you know, tempting proposition, um, especially because you don't really know. Um, we know thanks to um, 
Uh, who wrote that book? Uh, the monster from Jekyll Island. But we know we know where the fiat American currency system came from. You know, which is basically straight out of Satan's playbook. Um, mm-hmm. And we know about the. Everybody knows about the symbolism of the Illuminati and on the back of the one dollar bill. Um, and there's this this debt slavery fiat system is. I mean, it's hell bent on on basically that on enslaving people. And so there's this really strong spiritual tie of satanic powers towards our currency. And I'm wondering if, if Bitcoin or these digital currencies or any other, I mean, anything's better than what we've got now. So it, in a way, spiritually, I'm wondering if it's like a no brainer kind of investment. Um, But I, I don't know what you guys think about that. Well, gold and silver is uh, is kind of a no-brainer type of investment. I mean, silver is uh, they've they've done a really amazing job of keeping uh, silver undervalued. You know, that's it's it's not currently even close to what it would be if it wasn't being uh, uh, suppressed or, as you say, it's a spiritual thing, uh, oppressed. Uh, gold is uh, the same thing, but I think silver for the working class is obtainable. And uh, but you know, I, I know people have made a pile of money off the cyber currency, and uh, you know, I don't know. I, I guess for me, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I mean, it's smart. It's intellectually a, a great conversation for uh, investments and wealth building. But I, I think we're we're going to be entering a time where you know, it won't be long and that stuff would all be thrown out on the street and, and not have any value. But yeah. So that's kind of a, mm-hmm. I, I would say food and water first. Uh, the best investment is going to be keeping yourself alive. Um, so that, those are my thoughts. I mean, if, if a guy could have a, if a guy had a pantry uh, full of survival food and some water put up and, and then I think that would be a, a good conversation to see what you could do to uh, buffer what we see the com- coming storm. Mm-hmm. I guess that's my two cents. Well, that's uh, the. That's... Uh, oh, go ahead, Eric. Um, well, I like um, I like what you were saying, Rick, about um, just having your your uh, priorities. You're right. It's about having your priorities in motion um and you need to you need to feed yourself because they're i mean ultimately it's it's uh it's not very wise to put your your um energy into any kind of monetary device if you're not right with christ um like you said it's it's all coming down um yeah and when when you were talking earlier about um people that that uh think that you know that maybe it won't it won't quite be as bad um you know when whenever the the crap really does go down and and you know the system breaks down whether it's with a war with north korea or not um the the only thing that i can really liken it to in my mind is like imagine if you like if you just woke up one day and your your bank account was zero you know, but everybody else around you, I know it's kind of hard to imagine, but everybody else around you had 
what it seemed like they needed, like their like their debit cards and their money was working, but yours wasn't. That's kind of the mentality that it's going to be after the system crashes, because whatever you've got is what you have, and whatever somebody else has is something that you are going to be tempted to attain. So it's it's going to be like having that, like if you can't depend on God when you're flat broke, when the system's okay, how are you going to depend on God when everybody's broke? You know, I mean, it's, 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 it's about building that, that, that inner, whatever you want to call it, that inner faith, that inner man, um, that spiritual maturity to a point where, you know, if you're trudging through the mud for three days and you have a loaded firearm and you see a campfire somewhere, you're going to have to trust God to not to to approach those people in a way to express your need and not just go, you know, crazy and murder everybody, you know, because there are people that are going to be going to do that. Um, and I know it's kind of an, it's very, it's a very imaginative uh, scenario, but it's, it's hard for some reason, imagining my financial resources being at zero helps me mentally and spiritually prepare myself for for what might be coming. Oh, that's really good. That's really good. What do you got to say, Dakota? Uh, well, I I really like that. Um, that's definitely good. Um, and going back also to what you said earlier, Dad, is that uh, there will come a day when, you know, everybody's going to, or everyone that has gold and silver will cast their gold into the streets. Um talks about that somewhere in Ezekiel and uh, you know there are those that think that you know their their gold or their silver or their commodities you know will well of course commodities like food water ammo uh, supplies stuff that you can actually use and eat you can use that for bartering but there won't be any more that'll be the only currency you won't be able, there will come a day when you, you won't be able to use gold or silver. It'll be worthless. And, you know, I had a, I used to have a friend that thought that um, he was going to use his Bitcoin when the mark of the beast came. And I tried to tell him, it says right there in revelation, no man shall buy or sell except he that takes the mark. And so, it gets right down to, you know, it's only going to be your your faith in God that will get you through and whatever you have on hand. Yeah, let me, let me say this. I think that that's why it will be harder for a rich man uh, to enter into the kingdom than it will be for a donkey to go through the eye of a needle or a uh, – it's not a donkey, excuse me. Camel. Um, camel, thank you. Uh, here's the thing. I know my heart. Okay, now God God expresses to us through the word just kind of how evil our heart is. I know that if I had an immense amount of wealth, that it would be more challenging to walk away from that, given take the mark and continue on, than it would be if I'm poor. So, So let it be that I'm poor, but I want his blessing. His blessing is often in our Americanism thought to be money. But I've got news for you, and I know the two of you understand this, that his blessing isn't, it can be monetarily, I I get it, it can be money, but more than likely it is not. 
um, he just has a, a very, uh, uh, you know, he's bigger than we are. And so that blessing can come and just, it can stream in many different ways. So in these end times, I think if we're uh, walking right and we're, and we're pressing into him, that it won't be the financial, uh, it'll be the food, the water, the, the right companions, the right people to pray with, the right path to take to avoid destruction. But uh, these are all things that are interesting to uh, to think about. And I think like how Eric is talking about envisioning, uh, you know, the other day I ran out of money. I literally came to the end of my money and there was no more money. And uh, I quickly in my own resources dialed the number and found a job and we'll get paid again, uh, you know, when this job is complete. And But the panic I felt when I was without resources. So, you know, I totally get it. You know, right now in this dispensation of time, we need currency in order to survive. But I think we need to get our mind wrapped around the the idea of in the future, in the very soon future, it's going to be a total dependent dependency on the Lord. And, And I hope, hopefully we can all, uh, move closer to that now. I, I wish I could tell you that when I ran out of that money, that I, I didn't have that panic set in. That I would just be. How many times God has delivered all of us that we would just go rest easy and take a deep breath and know it's all going to be okay. Back to you guys. Yeah, you want to take it, Dakota? Uh, no, you can go ahead and take it. Okay. Um... Well, it's uh, it is because it is it's it's very natural to panic, you know. Like, uh, and and this is and you know what's scary is people don't realize the um, people don't realize the 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 depth of uh, of of character and soundness of mind that it takes to to not panic. Um, Amen. Because we are, it's like we we are totally hypnotized by the money question. Um, and, uh, if anybody out there is listening that, that is trying to get off grid, um, I can't plug this book enough or the series of books called Foxfire. Um, that I don't know if you guys have talked about this on the, on the show before, but they, they literally go through from like sheep to wool coat, all of the intermediate steps that it takes, um, to, to build and live off grid. And this was information that was published in the sixties. Um, I think there's I think there's uh there's five books out now, Foxfire one, two, three, four, five. And they're kind of collector's items because they're hard to find. Um, but man, what a wealth of what a wealth of knowledge. That, um and, and the reason that those books like that are so valuable is that that our, you know, parents, grandparents through the great depression, they learned how to handle that money panic, you know, that money question. And, and they, they survived off of the land and figuring out ways to do things. Um, and people might say, well, that's really great. You know, I'll just, whenever the, the craft goes down, I'll just go do that. <laughs> and they, what they don't realize is that, that when, with the the kind of catastrophe that we're talking about tonight is that like imagine trying to learn all of those skills and do all of those things 
but be at war at the same time. Like you're just going to be, you're going to be so exhausted mentally, spiritually. If you don't have the Lord, you're, you're it's like, it's a done deal. Like this is, if you look at world war three is like, see, this is last, this is Satan's last chance to flip the script and really put his government power into place. You know, he doesn't want a new America. He doesn't want a, a free Republic or some kind of, idea of liberty coming to the surface and claiming some land and he doesn't want to be put back 500 years you know what i mean like he's i think he's being i think the forces of darkness are being very strategic about when and how they plan this war because if it if it fails and and a rebellion comes up you know if a revival takes place and people you know that are you know, bond together in, in oneness and spirit and in community and under the Lordship of Christ Jesus. If people do that, there's going to be this massive revival domino effect where nobody's going to want to, the world will, will not tear itself apart to the point of Satan being able to put it back together the way he wants it to. So, um, I, I mean, I think it's the time for people to get serious, um, about, about who they are in Christ Jesus and we saw that even in, in the last election that we've talked about it a hundred times that, you know, it's either you were, this was, a, this was like the most polarizing election of like us and them or black and or red and blue um, that it has been in American history. And so you, you, you can't deny that some kind of massive shaking is coming. I mean, it, you would literally have to be, you know, hibernating under the biggest rock <laughs> in the United yeah. States to, to to miss that fact. Yeah, absolutely. It, it is very much a, a spiritual vacuum that we're in right now. And I think that territorially uh, there are areas being taken back from the darkness. I think, I think that there are a lot of uh, people praying, uh, maybe not to the numbers that, uh, that we would all like, but, but there are, there are great things happening in the kingdom. Um, so it's, it is. I think it is causing, uh, as as uh, evil is being exposed, it's causing evil to ramp up. But I just wanted to put in this. Uh, I thought about this earlier, and it and it had really shook me to my core. If we, uh, and this goes against something that you know, I'm going to sound a little different than I did probably a month ago, uh, because this this stuff that we're living in, this time we're living, it's very fluid. And God's working on all of us. So here's a change in my mind and understanding of preparation. Uh, let's let's go to California real quick where those fires, and we had trees burning from the inside out. It just screams weather manipulation. Uh, but nonetheless, large areas just completely wiped out. And we'll talk about the floods and uh, – we're talking massive areas wiped out with floods. Okay, now go with me to the thought of being a prepper. So if that house is full of all of your preps and that's your final kind of idea of how you're going to make it in the end times, do you see the devastation that that could cause? It could really cause someone for their love to wax cold and for someone to give up hope. So now, now listen to me. I'm not done. The, the the point I'm trying to make is is not to not prep. That that is not that's not it. Uh, 
but we better not have our faith in the things that we've prepped. It's going to be a combination of things. God gave us a brain, and it's common sense to have a storehouse. But let that not be your your final preparation is is that pantry or firearms or whatever shelter or bunker we need make no mistake about it this is the point here's the final point we need jesus christ we need uh we need his effectual uh, protection his his righteousness not ours his psalms 91 isn't for the greasy grace church uh the person that's out and thinking God doesn't see him, the person that's really pressing into the Lord, Psalms 91 is the most powerful prep you could ever have under the shadow of the wing of the most righteous one. Um, so it's something to ponder on. In other words, these devastating things I've seen happen around the world have made me scale back on my, my uh, thinking that Preparation will be my deliverance. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, yeah, I get does. what you're saying. Amen. Go ahead. Because, guys, I mean, what it, what it really comes down to is, um, I mean, if you, uh, you know, Christ is, he's like, a, it's your operating system, you know, to speak in computer terms. It's your, like, you can have all the greatest <laughs> You can have all the greatest uh, hardware, software. You know, you can have all the upgrades. You can you can be the slickest machine um, on the planet. But if your operating system is, you know, it's, is it, if it's self defeating, if it's self destructive, you know, if it's not, um, for the lack of a better term, plugged into the better, you know, to the main life source, you know, which is Christ, you're just it's it's just a finite resource. You're just another thing to get consumed. That's right. That's right. Amen. That's a really good. Thank you for that. That's a really good. You kind of just put words to what I was the point I was trying to make. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Yeah, so well, fellas, um, uh, we got to wrap things up here. So uh, just real quick, uh, if there's any other points that you want to make. Uh, we still have a little bit of time uh, to close it out. Let Eric go. Um, oh man, I just uh, anybody out there that's listening, I just pray that you would get serious with Christ. I mean, Amen, Amen. You know, you know, two thousand years ago, he got serious with you. I mean, he got serious with God, and he got serious about what God called him to do, and. Uh, I'm just uh man if if I could speak for just a second I I'm just so uh I, I'm I'm so dumbfounded by the amount of pointlessness I see in our society. Mm-hmm. I mean Christ lived Christ lived his life with a purpose and and we were his purpose his church was his purpose and pleasing the father was his purpose and you don't have to get religious and and act spiritually you just have to get sincere with with the father. And um, as our pastor says, come into agreement with with where your life is, you know, and what you've done and who you are, and he can work with that. And um, Amen. And that's, I mean, that's it. That's the goal. 
<laughs> that's that's Amen. that's amazing. That's amazing. We that's been the theme of our whole entire day from from the message from the pastor to to just you know kind of soaking in that throughout the day. And I guess I guess folks, that's why you know I'll I'll tell you in front of my brothers here and in front of the, the listening audience, I am not afraid. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. And number two, I know who I am. I am undone, and I am definitely in need of a living God. And, and you know, yeah, praise man. God that he's, that he's worked on my heart enough to know the three of us here are talking to you folks out there. We know that, that it's nothing to do with any of our righteousness. It's, the Bible says our righteousness is like filthy rags. And so, folks, once you get to that point and you and you assess all the damage in your life, if you've been doing it on your own, isn't it time to try a different way? It's time to try it. It's not even just a time to try it. You're running out of time. <laughs> you got to get right. Yeah. So I hope this. Yeah. I hope that the, the 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 timing that we're talking about that there's an importance. It's uh, um, when we were kids, the hot potato. You know, you're holding on to it your hands on fire, you're either going to make the move or you're going to burn. Yep. That's That's a really good way to put it. Amen. Well, um, we've uh, reached the end of the show. So, um, uh, any more points just really quick. I just want to say to any, I just want to say real quick that uh, any, one that is out there that's a blood-bought Christian. I just want to pray uh, for my brothers and you out there a special blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yeah, amen. All right. Well, uh, thanks for coming on the show, guys. And uh, we'll we'll, uh, uh, hopefully, Lord willing, do this again next Sunday night. So, uh, Uh, Any of you listening, tune in next Sunday night, 7 o'clock, and uh, we'll have a good time. So God bless you all, and uh, see you later. All right, God bless you guys. God bless you.